You are now listening to The Dot. What's up, guys? Greg here, and you are tuned into the January 2024 edition of The Dot, the show where we go over all the best new music of the month and feature new songs and call-ins from artists you may have overlooked in a busy month of new music. That is right. It's 2024. This is the sixth year of the dot podcast we started all the way back in january 2019 so really excited to get into another year of great music it is the gift that keeps on giving no matter what we can always go in to a new year knowing a ton of great music is being released. This is an especially exciting year because the undercurrent from last year as everything started to wrap up was last year was a little bit of a down year in music. Now, I would argue that because we go through on this podcast and if you're listening, I'm sure you go through a lot of music, you listen to a lot of music. You're like, oh, there was a ton of great stuff that came out, which there was. But I think when it comes to those notable, right, we talk about those headlining artists, the ones you'd see in the big font on the festival, posters. We didn't see a lot of big releases from them last year, which only means this year is probably going to be a year we see a lot of big releases. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the podcast. We'll talk about some upcoming albums we know we're going to expect this year. We'll talk about albums that came out this past month that I liked. We'll also talk a little bit about the festival lineups. This is a cool time of year, not only to see the festival lineups, but the festival lineups also give you a good gauge as to the artists that are going to be touring this year. So even if you might not like the entire festival lineup, you might say, oh, look, that band is going on tour. I might get a chance to see them on maybe a solo show or maybe that band is releasing new music this year, right? If there's someone who hasn't released a project in recent years. A lot to get to, a lot to talk about. Thank you guys so much for those of you who have stuck with me this long. If you're a new listener, welcome to The Dot, where we go through all the best new music of the month. We are going to start this month off with the trio from Australia, Ghost Care, made up of Bo, Luke, and Tanya. They released their single Canadian Dream for us on January 11th, and they are going to kick off the year of 2024 of The Dot. This is Ghost Care with their new single, Canadian Dream. Hey, Canadian Dream. That I don't want to wake up from That I don't want to forget Hey, Canadian Bye. 
most care with the song Canadian Dream. And it's funny, I come across these songs, I come across these bands, and I heard them and I found out where they're from. And it's like, of course, this great band who released this great song is from Australia. Such a breeding ground for great music these days. So amazing work there from Ghost Care. They released their debut album back in 2021. So they are on a cycle right now where hopefully we're going to get another album here in 2024. Let's keep the music going here and let's go to the artist Sylvan Paul who released the EP on January 5th called Things That Go Fast and a great EP. All the songs were pretty fun to listen to, but we're going to check out the song Cool Girls, a very unique track, one that definitely stood out to me this past month. And on Sylvan Paul's website, it says about Sylvan Paul. Occupying a space between dusty nostalgia and futurist longing, Sylvan Paul is an immense mirage of rock and electronic that juxtaposes old and new. Let's check it out right now. This is Sylvan Paul with the song Cool Girls. song cool girls like i said at the top very unique track i'm really excited to get to this next artist who released their debut album this past month and that is nia n-e-a who released her album transparent and we are going to check out the intro track off that album chosen family nia does reside in south africa native of sweden it says on apple music and she gave us this album at the very beginning of the year on january 5th good album all the way through but this intro track really set the tone so I am going to send it over to Nia to introduce this new track. Hey everyone I'm Nia thank you so much for having me at the dots you're about to listen to my song Chosen Family which is actually the opening track of my debut album Transparent and I decided to call my debut album Transparent because I've been a writer for other artists for many years and I've been very much focusing on uh, their stories and trying to understand that artist's uh, perspective or love life or whatever it's about. And this time I, 
I wanted to see what happens if I dig into myself. And I realized I've been writing billions, probably, of songs about romantic love. Um, but I still haven't written music about my friends, my chosen family and the people that are in my life. Not because we're blood related or we sleep together, but because we choose each other every day and because we're friends and we need each other. Um, and I wouldn't live if it wasn't because of my friends. So this song is about that and I hope you love it. Thank you. chosen family really love that one huge congratulations to her on that debut album definitely go give that a listen all right let's take a time out for music and first let's talk about some of the festival lineups that have been coming out i kind of want to do a brief recap of some of my thoughts some things that stood out to me both negative and positive i think this year further confirmed the trend that we've been seeing of underwhelming lineups from major festivals right i mean a lot of people back 10 years ago it's like remember the good old days when bonnaroo and govball and shaky knees all had amazing lineups right it's getting very washed out and you see a lot of the same artists which you did before but i think it's been taken to an extreme i'll start with the bat right i'll start with the negative every year you can fall back and rely on maybe you wouldn't go to coachella but you can rely on them coming out with a pretty strong lineup more importantly a pretty strong undercard this year was a little underwhelming to coachella standards in my opinion first of all the headliners all great artists not taking anything away from that but a little on the weaker side for coachella headliners or to what a lot of other people were pointing out i mean maybe this is a turning of the page a changing of the guard to see lana del rey tyler the creator and doja cat as the three headliners for coachella to me the biggest head scratcher was doja cat closing out 
the biggest festival in America. Um, you know, I guess I just don't listen to Doja Cat a lot, but it was pretty surprising. And I think Tyler and Lana are clear cut headliners. Doja Cat really was a bit of a surprise to see her closing out on Sunday. Another really interesting thing on the Coachella lineup at the very bottom, it said, end a surprise appearance from No Doubt. One comment put it well. I think Coachella thinks bringing No Doubt back is a bigger deal than it actually is. And then looking down the line, Shaky Knees is always a pretty reliable festival. Not to, again, not to say they put out a bad lineup this year, but to see Noah Kahan, Weezer as the headliner, I mean, if that's your cup of tea, great, but still a little bit on the weaker side when it comes to headliners for Shaky Knees. Boston Calling, if anything, I'm going to give them a lot of credit for being all over the place with their headliners. It's going to be really interesting to see the crowd that this festival draws because on Friday, they get Ed Sheeran as the headliner. On Saturday, they have Tyler Childress as the headliner. I like Tyler Childress. I, I didn't know he was headliner status. And he couldn't be more different than Ed Sheeran. And then on Sunday, they have the Killers as the headliner. And you see the Killers kind of dispersed out across a lot of these festivals. GovBall, really disappointing lineup from GovBall. GovBall, I always try to support because it's one of the few festivals that isn't run by Live Nation these days. But uh, really disappointing lineup. But really, when you look at the headliners, Post Malone, the Killers, and SZA, when you put it up against Coachella's headliners, I don't think they fell too far short than Coachella did. And I don't know if that's a, more of a knock on Coachella than it is a positive thing on GovBall, but put Lana Del Rey, Tyler the Creator, and Doja Cat up against Post Malone, The Killers, and SZA, again, to each their own. But I think comparing the headliners, I don't think GovBall's too far off. It's really the undercard that killed GovBall. I mean, it was a really disappointing undercard from them. Now, I will say, let's go to the positive. Bonnaroo, a little bit of a bounce back year compared to the last few years. They really nailed it with the undercard. I liked the headliners that they threw out there. Not bad. Pretty Lights. That's a big get for them as a Thursday night headliner. For those of you familiar with Bonnaroo, usually Thursday, they do all the side stages. They don't even open the main stage. This year, they're opening the main stage for Pretty Lights. Post Malone on Friday. Red Hot Chili Peppers going back to the farm to headline on Saturday. And then Fred again to close out on Sunday. Surprising, yes, but it makes a lot of sense. Fred again had quite a iconic rise over the past few years. And and to make it more significant, Bonnaroo is the only North American concert Fred again is doing this year. So they got an exclusive act. You know, whether that was him not really planning to do any shows or Bonnaroo paying premium price to get him, who knows? But really cool to see that. And again, the Rue undercard wasn't that bad. So good for them. A really huge shout out. I wasn't really too familiar with this festival, but really blew out every other festival. And that's Kilby Block Party, which is a festival in Salt Lake City, Utah on May 10th to May 12th. And the headliners are LCD Sound System, The Postal Service, and Vampire Weekend. Then right under that, you have Wu-Tang Clan, Death Cab for Cutie, Interpool, Jai Paul, which is awesome. And then going through 100 Gex, Dayglow, Courtney Barnett, Alves, Dinosaur Jr., Unknown Mortal Orchestra, Peach Pit, Beach Fossils, Pond, Yolklore, Yellow Days. I mean, this is a loaded lineup. And even when you get to the bottom with people like Annie DiBrusso and Yacht Club, Crooked King, Kings, Royal Otis, all artists that are really good. So good for whoever booked Kilby Block Party. I want to find you and shake your hand. You did a really great job with that. So I'm going to wrap that up. I didn't expect to talk even that much about the festivals. For the albums we can expect here in 2024, I was going to try to compact what we can expect in the year. There's a lot. So instead, let's just 
preview Q1, right? Let's preview what we can expect in this last week of January, which we're not covering here on this episode. This episode, we're going from January 1st to the 19th. Some of these albums we can expect on the 26th of January and then February and March. Starting at the very end of January, the Future Islands album is going to come out and the new album from The Smile. The Smile is Tom York from Radiohead, that side project. Really great album they put out previously. Looking forward to this new album they're putting out. Headed into February, Brittany Howard, Sonic Youth, Idols, MGMT and Royal Otis will be releasing their album in February. That's a great pocket of solid albums to look forward to there in February. And then March, this is where things really start to pick up as we start to get into March, April, May, June. In March, Faye Webster, who already released a really great single with Lil Yachty this year. Mannequin Pussy, Yard Act, Bleachers, The Libertines, Tierra Wack, Adrian Lenker, Waxahachie, Chastity Belt, just to name a few. There's a lot of other albums, obviously, that are coming out over those months, but those are the ones that stuck out. And like, I stopped there because as we get into April, that's where Krungbin's album is going to come out. That's where the Black Keys are going to release a new album in early April. So I'll cut it off there just for time's sake. A lot to look forward to. Talked about at the very beginning of the show. A lot of people thought last year was a down year, which means that we're going to see a lot of those huge acts, those headliner, quote unquote, acts release some projects this year. So good thing for us to look forward to here in 20. 2024. Now, real quick, I'll also go through January 2024. January is always a bit of a slower month. On that first Friday, the only thing that really stood out was the Pile EP. That was a really nice project they put out for us there. On that second Friday of the month, January 12th, we got a new album from Kayla Yukis. Kid Cudi released probably his worst project to date, which was hard to do because he had some bad ones before that. Marika Hackman, I really enjoyed that album. She did a great job with that. Samaria, The Vaccines, great to see them pop up with a new album vacations i was surprised with their album and 21 savage not a huge 21 savage guy but there was some good tracks on that project january 19th the last friday that we're going to cover on this episode i'm still kind of digesting these albums so i'm not going to have a lot of opinions about them but destin conrad was submissive too if it was anything like submissive one that was released last year we're in for a good project there green day lil dicky a lot of good reviews about the lil dicky album so far neck deep slater kenny and ecstasy it's really interesting. Ecstasy just put out a new album. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. He had a song on there with the Kid Leroy, and he's coming to Philadelphia, and he's playing a venue called Philomoka, which is like a small venue. It's BYOB, so it's really interesting to see him get such a small venue and have such a huge artist featured on his album. I think it's only a matter of time for him to really blow up and take that next step. So that is enough words for now. Let's get back to the music, and let's get to an artist who called in to introduce a song for us. This is Kyler Slater, who released the song Same Shit for us back on January 5th. He released his debut album back in 2023. I was familiar with Kyler Slater because he had a song called Never Enough that came out back in 2019 that I have played so many times. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a slow acoustic song. Got you in your feels. Got me in my feels at least. Um, So really happy to bring him on to the podcast here. So I'm going to throw it over to Kyler Slater to introduce this new song, Same Shit. Hey guys, this is Kyler Slater. Thank you so much for having me on The Dot. This is uh, a single called Same Shit and it is you know, a story of mine. You know, I go through these cycles of the same shit, the same over drinking, the same 
apologies, the same self-destruction. And, you know, I got to a place where I had to learn. I had to get better. I had to feel better. And I kept doing the same shit. And it felt like insanity. And I just, I hope that when you listen to this, it, it provokes a thought in your life of, of what you could be changing, doing, uh, fixing. Um, this one really means a lot to me. And I wrote this in a really low place. And we actually started this song when I was super drunk. <laughs> so it's kind of funny to come full circle, you know, be sober. And uh, yeah, I just hope that you get the message that, you know, you can change. You can break the cycle and you can feel something different. And you don't have to keep going through the same rat race so this one means a lot to me i hope it means a lot to you i hope you take something from it and i hope you look at your life and say okay what's my same shit what am i doing what is my like destructive pattern um but yeah again thank you so much to the dot this one's called same shit and i hope you enjoy Thought I was making ground with my therapist Now I'm yelling at the walls cause no one's listening I entertain my doubts, they're my biggest fans I let them in my house and now I'm scared of them These walls keep on closing the way he colored in the background of that song and how much it meant to him. I think it's always really cool to hear how much the song means to an artist and really where the inspiration comes from. I think Kyler did a great job of filling that in for us. So let's go to an artist who released an EP this past month. That's Swansea Skag, who released the Peace of Mind EP for us this 
past month. We are a year removed. Back in January 2023, he put out his debut album, really cool album to listen to. And Swansea Skag released this EP, and we're going to check out the song Maybe I Won't Get High featuring Michael Online. Mason Stover is the brains behind the artist Swansea Skag, and he is from Cleveland, Ohio. And One's the Watch did a write-up about Swansea Skag back in 2021 and really nailed it when describing the sound. They said it's experimental, raw, and refreshingly authentic. That's a perfect way to describe this brand new EP that he put out here in 2023. So the fact that they described him that way in 2021 and we're here in 2023 and that's still completely on point is just a testament to him as an artist. And I'm really excited to feature this new track here. So this is Swansea Skag with the song Maybe I Won't Get High featuring Michael Online. Enjoy. Somehow we're better than those who live Refreshingly authentic, according to ones to watch. That is Swansea Skag with the song Maybe I Won't Get High, featuring Michael Online off the Peace of Mind EP that was released in January 2024. Let's go over to an artist who released an LP for us this past month on January 19th. The artist Maddie Moon released the seven track album called Melancholy, and we are going to check out the song Good oldies off this album. Maddie Moon was born in Venezuela, is now over in Spain, and on her Spotify bio, it says that Maddie Moon is a self-produced singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist, inspired by the retro aesthetics of the 70s and 80s. So this is Maddie Moon with her song Good Oldies off her album that was just released called Melancholy.
everybody moves here. Um, thank you so much for having me here on the dot. So Good Oldies is a song about how things used to be on the past. I've always been in love with past eras and when I wrote this song I was thinking on a couple having a date on the 60s to 80s or something like that. Um, the simplicity of life during those times, the way people view life, the joy found in little things and the appreciation for really good music were the main things that inspire this track. So while I feel blessed to be a part of this era, um, there are moments when like the current social um, trends and the music that resonates with younger generations can be very overwhelming to me. Um, so good old this is a nostalgic journey back to a time when life was simpler and people fell in love with the little things. Um, it's a tribute to like the magic of an era without the influence of social media. Um, also, um, I incorporated a touch of Europe's carry on the chorus, like on the uh, keys and stuff. So if you listen to the song, maybe you will be able to identify that small part. Uh, on the chorus, I also included a snip from the, um, from the chorus of Def Leppard's Hysteria. Um, so yeah, I really hope you enjoy these subtle nods to iconic tracks. Uh, don't forget to check out and stream my album Melancholy. Um, thank you so much for being a part of this musical journey with me. So, yeah. solo at the end from maddie moon with her track good oldies great sound great album there from maddie moon so that is going to bring us to the very end of the first episode of year six of the dot this month we listened to ghost care sylvan paul nia Kyler Slater, Swansea Skag, we just heard Maddie Moon, and we're going to get played out by the artist Boo Sika from Australia, who released his album Midnight Highlight on January 19th. Boo Sika is the project from Ben Gumbleton, and this album was really good. The song we're going to listen to I thought was really a standout song, so big ups to Boo Sika for this song Come With Me that we are going to listen to to close us out. Guys, thank you so much for listening this month shows are starting to get announced now that we have the festival lineups make sure you are tracking artists go see some artists you might not be too familiar with buy their merch support these artists so they can keep making great music for us and always remember it only happens once a month so you must be on the dot i get lost in the music.